My name is Rory O'Toole. And my name is Matt Schultz. And this is How to Be. The podcast where we discuss ancient wisdom, modern hacks, paperback self-help books, and pithy platitudes. In the hopes of figuring out the best way to live this one precious and wild life. Join us today for our first mini episode as we discuss the siren's call of the North Sea. Hi, Matt. Hi, Roar. I'm excited for today. We're recording our first sort of bonus mini episode. Bonus mini episode only for super fans. Yeah, only for only for those how to be addicts who just need more episodes in between our main episodes. But really for us, because we had something that we so desperately wanted to discuss that didn't really fit into our normal um format. Format. Definitely wouldn't carry us through a full hour episode, or so we think. Yeah. But I sense we may be running up against that outer limit of the bonus episode too. We've been talking about it all week. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a few weeks now. And that is the that the North Sea videos that are constantly popping up on our Instagram feeds. And I think a lot of people's Instagram feeds. It's the most dangerous. This is what they tell us. It's the most dangerous ocean in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and- Yes. Could you describe the videos to the people who maybe haven't seen them yet? Okay, so the videos show a a rollicking, wild, angry sea with these giant waves. And they're, they're, you know, sometimes it's like there are different themes. Like one of them that I sent to you was like all about chains, showed big chains on the boats. One of them was about like winter on the North Sea, hacking big ice chunks off the deck. Some of them are just about big waves, and those are kind of the best ones. The best and they ones all have the same music. Mm-hmm. I think the music adds so much to the addiction of why I'm so addicted to these videos. Yeah, we we love the song. It it goes like this: Yo ho, yo. I'm a little off. No, no, you're doing good. Thieves and beggars. <laughs> yeah, and and the implication, or at least the assumption Matt and I both made, was that this is an old sea shanty, an old yeah. seaman song. And actually, Sam informed me that it's a, <laughs> it was written by Hans Zimmer for the movie Pirates, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Interesting. (laughs) Caribbean family. I grew up in a Caribbean household, not a Caribbean household. Mm, Yeah, the Caribbean. I think we grew up, I think it was a Caribbean household in my house also. Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Now I can't get that song out of my head. Everything is... I just walk around my house singing it. Yo... (laughs) There, I hit it that time. Oh. But these videos um, are so enchant. They just really bring you into the danger of the North Sea. And, and they're these giant boats with, tr- you know, men are f- 
swaying back and forth, almost falling off the ship, being saved by another seaman. And you wonder, why are they there? What are they doing in the North Sea? Well, yeah, you, that's that's not what I wonder. That's what you wondered. You were like, are the fish so good there? But it's like, no, I think it's oil drilling mostly um, and perhaps some shipping routes. But I wonder why they're there in a different reason. Like I, I look at these men, especially the video, the winter video, where they're hacking the ice off the deck. Yeah. I'm like, I would almost rather do any job. <laughs> There's nothing you could do to get me to be on the North Sea. So like how to be? No, it's not how to be for me. But you might have a different answer to that, Rory, because Rory, a psychic told you once. Yes, that I would one day be on a dock. (laughs) I would one day be on a dock commanding people in charge of the dock, basically. Yeah. So this is part of my job. And I would think it's so funny that this is my job because it's so different from where I started. And this psychic also told you you would meet Sam, right? That's true. And predicted his birthday and when you would meet. His astrological sign. And the month you would meet, right? And the month I would meet. And the color of his eyes. But there's only so many eye colors. <laughs> Still, she she got a lot right. So you may very well end up on that dock. I, she said, I just have, it just came to me a vision. You on a dock. There's fish all around you and you're in charge. <laughs> 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 Yeah, like, so we've always known this is a potential for your future because of that. You and some waiters with a clipboard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys, enough uh, (laughs) enough fooling around. Back to work, all right? Back to work, boys. Come on, we got a big... I like a laugh as much as the next girl, but we got a lot of salmon to haul today. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe that's why I feel called to these videos, but I, I do agree. I think these people, they go on these oil. I see. I thought it was okay. Yes. I thought they were fishing at first, but then you told me they're oil drilling, which I actually, yes, that's true. They are oil drilling. I think because you see them underwater sometimes drilling and like doing work underwater on these things that are underwater welding. How do you weld underwater? I don't know. They have that fire, that that blowtorch underwater. Right. How do you have a flame underwater? That's such but, a great yeah. question. Um, but they, I think it's like they work two or three months a year and get paid like a lot of money, six figures. And six? Yeah. For two or three months a year? Yeah. Would you do it now? No. Well, you couldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't let you. <laughs> if do they need a rabbinical chaplain? <laughs> Administer last rites. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's like a one in twenty or something chance you're going to die. What? It's something really high. Oh wow! Way higher than you know either of our jobs as you know a writer for the Jewish Journal and uh, a nonprofit <laughs> administrator. Yeah, definitely lower fatality rate. How about that gender death gap? That's the gender death gap. Have you ever heard about that? No. They talk, you know, like when women talk about how they're paid less, men's men's rights activists talk about how they die more on the job. 
<laughs> so we'll take our extra quarter on the dollar. Thank you very much. I think it's that women get paid less for the same jobs, though. Oh, yeah. You think there are a lot of women doing a welding, underwater welding? No, no. I mean to say is that the gender pay gap has to do with why someone, you know, wants... Say there's two firefighters. One's a woman, one's a man. Mm-hmm. Has to do with that man getting paid more than the woman, no? Um. Yeah, I mean... I guess maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Sam did tell me that indeed there, that show deadliest catch was about catching some sea, some very dangerous sea. And they were about catching King crabs. And like the first season, one of the boats they followed, they all died. They all died. Cause it is literally so deadly to catch these King crab. Oh my God. Do people know that when they eat the crab? That's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, I like crab just fine. I like crab. I don't want to eat it if people are going to die for it. I do not. Who could possibly want crab that much? Yeah, if we knew, if we all knew, if there was sort of a broad campaign. But I guess that show is the broad campaign, you know? (laughs) Yeah, like, I think a lot of people, how many out of 10 king crab eaters would desist if they knew count me out also there's other kinds of crab it's not even like you could never have crab again (laughs) just can't have that crab yeah so can they not farm these king crabs they can't grow them in a safe location i was just thinking the same thing i don't know yeah he seems worth it in today's day and age to die for a big underwater bug (laughs) yeah so unnecessary but another thing i want to talk about is why who 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 did the North Sea video PR? Why? Because I've seen other accounts talking about how they are getting North Sea videos like us. Really? And so it seems like it's in the zeitgeist. And so I'm curious, like, why? We're so coddled and we're so separate. I think it's two things. We're so coddled. Our lives are so meaningless. Um, we do alienated labor. And we're really, we're really um, separated from the the power of nature. That's true. We're soft. So there we are, sitting on the toilet, pounding <laughs> reels to the face for twenty minutes. <laughs> twenty minutes on a pee. Okay. You're sitting for a pee, so you can watch your reels. Could have been a 20-second visit. We're in there 20 minutes pounding reels to the face. And the and then we hear yo oh, a <laughs> call to a more pure life, a more yeah. authentic way of being. They're really like in a, a literary theme, man versus nature. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not in a conflict that would be good for a short story. <laughs> Am Rory I versus bed? Glory <laughs> <laughs> v bed. Um, yeah, I'm not in. I don't. I don't have a big conflict right now. I mean, versus beast, man versus man, nothing. Yeah, they're 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 in the thick of it. I saw a different reel today. I sent it to you, I believe, about this woman with a medical condition and she has a dog that's trained to like get her medicine and get her water from the fridge. 
Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. I thought the medicine was very conveniently placed for the dog to get. <laughs> yeah, like her medicine like that. Well, maybe she does. Maybe she does. But I want to know why we don't all get to have dogs that can get us things from the fridge. <laughs> you could if you wanted to. De- if you wanted to get like a smart dog, and you wanted to devote hours to training it, you could. Do they? No, I don't want to train it. Do they sell these well-trained fridge dogs to non-people without chronic illness? Dude, you could get someone to train your dog to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's a program called Training Dogs for Lazy Men, but there's a trainer out there who you could find who would do it. Hold up a little card with a picture of leftover pasta <laughs> on it. <laughs> the pasta. <laughs> the show is on. Quick, hurry. <laughs> That's the kind of life we live. We live. But those Yoho men, they don't need a dog to do nothing for them. No, no. Can you imagine? What what do they do at night without the internet? Wow. Can you imagine, though, if dogs could do that kind of labor? We would have them do everything for us. I guess you have those monkeys that harvest coconuts. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't know about that. Yeah. Can we have monkeys harvest king crab? Yeah, why not? So, what do you think the lodging is like on those North Ship boats? Bunk beds. You don't think you get your own room? Uh, mm, I have no idea. I don't know anything about a ship. It what kind like of men do you think do it? Is it really thieves and beggars? But I, I don't know what kind of men do it. I think like, okay, men whose frontal lobe isn't fully developed. Yeah. Obviously, these people who we know are like always been risk takers in life. Mm-hmm. And aren't didn't go to a liberal arts college like us, probably most of them. No, they're not soft. Do you think Jack from Titanic would do it for six no. figures? No, he's an artist. Oh. Yeah, it's not his style. Yeah. Yeah, the sea, the sea really does not call to me. Well, it you know. Okay, I guess the type of person who would sail on the sea is the type of person who's always been interested in sailing on the sea, like the Moby Dick-esque characters, seamen. And yeah, well, t- the, the first chapter of Moby Dick is all about how humans are drawn inexorably to the sea. Yeah, it's all about these men who love the sea. But he wants to portray it as universal. We all love the sea. Well, Speak for we yourself. Know. Girl. We know that's not true, but we as the reader. We as the reader. And would you ever even go on a cruise? No, maybe back in the Titanic day when it was like elegant. Oh, and transportation. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I looked into once like you can get like a room on a shipping vessel. <laughs> what? You I looked, looked into, into it? Once. Yeah, because I thought it was kind of a romantic idea. And I was like, and I bet it's really cheap. No, it's like $5,000. To go from where to where? Where were you going? From New York to Spain. Oh, you wanted to cross the Atlantic. 
Yeah. And you're just, it's, you're just in a spare room on a shipping vessel. Ooh, God. $5,000. That sounds scary and creepy and terrible. Yeah. Let alone who knows what's going on with the food. (laughs) Yeah. I would never go on a cruise. I have no desire to be on the water. I never really think about the water, which is why I'll be so surprised, like that psychic said, when I find myself on a dock. (laughs) Now, aquatic life, octopi, I watch, I also follow a lot of octopus videos. Mm -hmm. And I was watching some octopus videos about octopuses that imitate other animals. Hmm. I was thinking like, No, to like scare off predators. Mm. Like one of them will hide in a little burrow, but send out just two legs to look like a snake. Oh. I'm like, do they know that they're imitating another animal? Or do they just feel the instinct to send out two tentacles? Yeah. And they're like, this works. (laughs) We don't know why. Well, that's like when polar bears go hunting and they cover their nose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because their nose is black, they're all white. In order to fully blend in, they cover their nose with their paw to look all white, look like the snow. What do they think they're doing? But then again, like, okay, like, what do we think we're doing all the time? You know, like, if we saw, like, a wild animal, maybe we would scream at it. Do we know why that works? Well, sometimes it doesn't, right? There's the two ways you're supposed to respond to a bear attack, depending on the bear. Yeah. Yeah. Playing dead. Do they know that they're playing dead? Sometimes like awesome. it really seems like there there does. Like there was that reel about that squirrel that faked its own death scene. Like it knocked over a broom and put the broom on top of it and was like, maybe it was a dog. Yeah. I mean, there's always these dogs pretending, to, like my dog pretended to fake six that I would stay home from work. Yeah. Or the fake limps. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, <laughs> and they just run off normal with it. <laughs> so many mysteries. <laughs> I hope we get to find out the answers in the next yeah. life. So many holy mysteries. Okay, well, I think we both agree. Not for us, but for we'll us. Be We do need the oil. We don't need the crab. And if you are a North Seaman listening to this episode... Let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast to talk to do a full episode on it. Yeah. If anyone listening knows anyone who's like in this world, Mm -hmm. please put them in touch. Please reach out. Like, subscribe, share. Follow. Follow. More great content. Yeah. Bye. Always a pleasure, Matt. Bye-bye. Bye.